everybody. We're in the nutcracker to start off this episode. Here we go. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Don't Overthink It podcast. I always want to start it off with just some hard shit. So, pardon me. But I don't know what this is. This is a gang star. This is words from the Nutcracker off the uh, Hard to Earn album. Again, welcome to another episode. Uh, I've been going on a streak so far. I'm five episodes in. So, this would be another entry into it. And I've been kind of on some, you know, trying to find out like Harrisburg hip hop lately. I don't know why I've been on a quest to do that, but I don't maybe because nobody's done it, you know, and I don't know, maybe I have like Harrisburg pride and don't realize it. But um, yeah, so I, I started off with Smitty and I've been getting good feedback so far on it. And um, I'm going to get a couple of other uh, Harrisburg legends on on the phone sooner than later. Um, I started off, you know, Conrad, I meant to ask, but. You know, you saw what happened. He was he was down for a little bit, but and I said that um, at the beginning of the Smitty one as well. Right now, I'm going to talk to somebody who I didn't even know that he was like spearheading the whole thing. I always seen him around the scene, but I didn't know that like the label and everything was his. And he's put out a couple of like um, compilation projects. His name he goes by the name of John Hart, and he started MIH, which is Make It Happen. And that's actually where I heard a couple of my favorites from the Berg, you know. So uh, I'm going to give him a call. Maybe we could pick his brain about a couple of things. We were uh, exchanging messages earlier. So now I'm going to um, call him and, you know, get the origin story on him. Hello. You. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? Hold yeah. on real quick, boss. Uh-huh. Hello. Yep. What up? Yeah. What up, boss? Nothing much, nothing much, man. I'm calling, giving you a call, you know, trying to uh, do this little like mini series within my, my podcast and stuff about, you know, just like a, a Harrisburg hip hop history lesson because nobody else and has done it. Dope. Yeah, nobody else has done it before. So I figured, hey, why not me? Even though I ain't originally from here, but. Right, right. Somebody got to do it. So I, I kind of gave you like a brief little intro or whatever. I introduced you like. I had no idea that you were literally like the head of Make It Happen. Like you created that from your brain. Yeah. I had no idea. Why for some okay. reason I thought it was Armand's thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I real quick. There we go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now it now you yeah. sound phony. Like not not phony like as in fake, but phone like you on a, a landline, you could tell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, though. That's what's up. But yeah, I, I've been kind of like going over it. Like, I got this whiteboard right here, and I've been going through it. And I was thinking, like, who could I get to do all this one? Because I had basically lists of episodes. So I had like the Hustle Man episode. I had that for Conrad already thought of when I started doing this. I had a quarantine episode. That was my first. And I had one about like how Dominicans and like the stereotypes of Dominicans. I had that already in the tuck. And then I had the Harrisburg episode. But I didn't know who to write as far as like under there. So I just started spitting everybody. I was like, Smitty, Herc, fucking, uh, I had Conrad on there. I had, who else? Let me look at this right now. If you hear that squeaking too, that's just my old ass office chair. I had Eskimo Jones. I had Cuban, Ag, Jim Beams. You know what I mean? Sean Brocks, 
you know, okay. the Rick, Jay Miranda. You know? How about Jay Allen? Yeah, I didn't even have Jay Allen on here. You see what I mean? Yeah. But that just shows how long I've been out the scene. Like, it's, it's been right. a long time since me running around with, with Doolin Marcus all those years ago. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, but that's all. I, I just want like to get, like, a, a good background story on, you know, on, on Harrisburg. So, I started I started um, Smitty's and Conrad's with the same thing, kind of like, who's your earliest memory of, like, the first Harrisburg MC that you've ever heard? Like on actual tape. Say that again. I'm sorry. Who was the first? Who was the first like Harrisburg MC that you could remember? Um, I would say Odie. Odie, um, Uptown Legend, right there. Um, okay. um never heard of him. See, yeah. See, like my perspective is is going to be an Uptown perspective. Gotcha. Like, you know, so it's going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to give you some names that you may not have heard. Yeah. Um, so like Buckham C, um, the ROD. What, and then, what era are we talking about when you're saying these names? Right there, we're talking... 70s, 80s? Early 80s, like right, right when like hip-hop was like starting to like really tap into the communities, you know, like... Got you. The, the message, the double Dutch bust and all that, when was just, just starting to catch fire, you know what I mean? Got you. All right. All right. So this is like right on the cusp of crack era, like right before it, like right, right before it. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Right before, right yes, before. Odie. And then the, the second you said Odie, I just kept thinking of the Garfield character right in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shit. Yeah. And then even like um, Lou Riley and stuff like that, like he... He was doing it, you know, and like right before I started really getting involved and, and around the time that I started getting getting involved and doing it like around, I want to say like 96, I, I really start like getting my hands wet. Like he was one of the people that like everybody would like talk about how nice Butch Rally was and stuff. He was down at the time, you know what I mean? Okay. But, okay. You know, I... And then I finally got to meet him years later. I was like, oh, all right, this, this is who everybody used to always talk about. So, like, that mm. that whole era, you okay. know. Okay. Yeah, I never understood that either, though. Like, the whole, like, when I first moved here in, let me see, 92, eighth grade, over there at that middle school, and the whole uptown and the hill thing, that shit was real. And I was like, but I didn't understand it because I was like, this place is so small. You could drive around the whole city and, like, 10, 15 minutes, depending on traffic. And I'm like, but they be beefing. I, I never understood that part about it. But even y'all. very real. You know, it's just about, like, identity. And, yeah. you know, just as just as well as you being Dominican, you know what I mean? And I'm assuming that you were born in the States, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so look at that whole island. You know, they're still on the same island, but they're divided by. Yeah, Haiti. Whatever yeah, the barrier line. is, and yeah. then it's like two different worlds. You know, you got Haiti and you got DR. The, yeah, the DR. You know what I mean? Like for yeah. whenever people are oppressed, you know what I mean. Whatever they can hold on to in order to claim identity, it's it's I guess, important. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and so it's important. It's identity. So then, all right. You said around like ninety six is when you started getting into it. So then, um, what year did you graduate too? That's how I could I could kind of like you know. I graduated ninety one. 
Guess your age. All right. See, you look younger than all of us and shit, and you graduated in 91. Fuck you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I try to watch what I put on my plate. This nigga shit. So no, no pork? <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, life plate. But as far as, like, oh, pork, okay. um, I don't eat any pork except, um, like, a pepperoni or, like, breakfast bacon. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I'm in the middle of fasting right now. I'm doing nothing I'm but... I'm fasting also, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It, so it, it's, it's like, Ramadan, all bets are off when it comes to a piece of bacon and pepperoni. But besides that, yeah. I, I'm real disciplined. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm fasting now for the next... Let me see. I started yesterday, so I'm going from Wednesday to Wednesday. Uh, I'm doing just sea moss, fruit, and water. That's it. Seven days. I need to get some um, sea moss. I'm observing well, Ramadan. Yep. Yeah, Good. you're doing it because of Ramadan. So is doula and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was supposed to have him calling too as my co-host, but I didn't. I didn't realize last uh, last weekend. I didn't hear from him. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck's up with you?" And he was like, "Man, I got hit by a car." I was like, "Oh shit!" Wow. Yeah, but he, oh, I guess he got he got doula. yeah he got his he got t-boned on on the passenger side. Luckily, and it was just him in the car. But so he's a little down right now. So, okay. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, yeah, I, I will. I will. I, I told him. I, I remember um, it down. my fondest member, memory of Dula. It was before I actually knew him. Um, and, um, oh, shit. Here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, nah, um, him and his bulls, like, break and all of them. Yep. Um, it was outside of the one um, club that used to be downtown where, like, Strawberry Square is and now in the writing and all that. Used to be a club right there. And I remember them being outside of the club, like, when I let out, like, just, like, dancing to like house music and um, stuff like that you know what i mean so I always that was the first time that i ever remember seeing like him and breaking all them it was together. dancing to the whole doom, 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 yeah 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 eric durden eric durden and all them yeah oh, so. shit. yeah yeah and his mom's real cool shout out to miss mary yes exactly shout out to her <laughs> yeah. so then so then what made you even come up with uh mi8 like the, the name means make it happen so I guess, right. damn, you kind of like me then on some, because my shit's called Don't Overthink It, and it's really like Don't Overthink It and Just Do It. Like, if you're going to think of if you got something, if you got something in your brain, just go for it. Fuck it. Just, that's what that's what exactly what I did, man. Just do it. How I got, where I caught the bug was, was um, 624 Oxford Street, you know, which is a legendary spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. When people hear 624... They already know, know what, what direction. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They already know everybody, what direction the story's 30, going there. Thirty, probably eight or forty and up is probably gonna know what that is. Right, right. So um, that was um, Ski's house, um, um, Brox's house, Hustler Jay's house. Um, shout out to um, Miss Pat. You know, what I mean, that was their mom and everything okay. like that. God bless her. So, um, and I used to go up there and get my hair cut and everything. But that was like the music house. You know, he was a DJ. DJ large favor the whole nsp um posse um sts several tremendous styles so you know that again slower you said sts what what does that mean sts several tremendous styles wow that was a um that was a crew you know um it was 90s as fuck so it makes sense yeah it was um um it was comprised of um k rock sean brocks um seldom seen who was also known as capone back then before noriega and capone yeah. um big l and ron ski and you know like they used to do like mixtapes and then you know before like 50 and them was doing like taking tracks and like covering them yeah they was doing that 
they was doing that here back in the day too. So, right. you know, I used to always like just like really like dug their music and everything. You know, I used to go get my hair cut, do whatever else, you know, was accustomed for for that environment during those yeah. days without going into more detail. Exactly, but, yeah. You know what I mean? We were just living, young and living. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, social media, too. There wasn't no sitting right, there being on your right. phone. And recording <laughs> every illegal activity, whether illegal or illegal. It wasn't recording yeah. your whole life for somebody else to see and judge, and then you get mad because somebody judged it. Don't post you it, You pull nigga. a camera out during those, de- during those days. You, we asking, did you a DT or some type of exactly. informant or something? Exactly. So, but um, right. so then we well, yeah. So so you hang so, around. You seeing all this culture happening in this one house. You get a haircut, hair beats, and everything all in one spot. So then what happened? So um, first it started with like me and um, B E um D- DJ B E Baron Earl, who's like one of my best friends. Okay. First we was looking at it like um. Any relation to the vo- Earl? Yep, that's the that's DE's brother. Older brother, yeah, yeah. B E D, it's it's B E D E and S E. Shit. <laughs> Baron, Damien, and Shaw. You know all the Earls. Yeah, DE's know. my man. He's 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 my he was my brother's right hand man before my brother went down. So DE, oh me, word, we still okay, communicate cool. to this day. Yeah. Wow. My okay. God. Yeah. 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 Good people. Yeah. yeah. Great family. Yeah. Um. So we was looking at it like we saw like they would put together mixtapes and um, stuff like that and everything like that. And we just saw that we could do a little bit more to help. You know what I mean? I won't say that the intentions were received the way that I would have wanted them to be at the time, but you know what I mean? That was just like, they already had, they, they were already doing what they were doing. Here I come bright eyed and bushy tails with about a thousand ideas. And they looking at me like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, little so, nigga, get the fuck out of here and go get this. Right, 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 right. Yeah. He, he don't even talk when he in here now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now he want to lead the way. Quiet. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he was mad quiet. That's why I was all like, how is he the spearhead and he's the quietest dude? Exactly, exactly. So, um, so, what so made them me come and, around then? Well, I won't say that they came around. Okay. I, and, and, okay. and then we going to... Um, the story's gonna evolve. But um first me and um me and um B started with me and my man management. That was our first effort towards it. That was probably like ninety five, ninety six. So okay. we we like pitched it, you know what I mean? It wasn't received so well. So then there was also another crew that was um that was from uptown. They were uh, they were a younger crew. They were called UPT, the um untouchable poetical terrorists and i saw that you had um shouted out like wayne smurf yes um g rebel fit um heenwood um banani and nicodemus that was that was their crew so you know we pretty much took our idea to them and along with taking our idea to them um from sts brocks joined in and also um um, seldom seen joined in Capone and then Booba also um came and helped out too with our first um tape that we put together um okay. that was called Universal Thoughts. That was the first tape that we did and in 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 your um Smitty um interview he had mentioned B Large. Yep. 
So we used to go up to B-Large for duplication. He had a tape duplicator. So first run of the Universal Thoughts, might have did maybe like 100, 100 pieces and, you know, got them out. And then we did another one, which was um, which was um, Next Breath. We did that. And then that's when we got introduced to our young boy, Caduce. God bless his soul. He just recently passed also. Um, so, yeah, no appreciate that and i say with that one we might have moved maybe like about like 500 and i always remember b large being like yo you moving these and you need to step your game up and put something on cd yeah yeah you know what i mean so so that was like that whole transition when it was going from tapes to cd so so you know what i mean we might have put like a couple pieces of that joint on um cd but that wasn't like the the wave right then and there. Yeah, so yeah, everything was still so, headphones um, and yeah, right, was still tape deck. So that was still under the whole um, UPT banner that we were helping out doing that. You know, what I mean, yeah. was still in a management type advisory role. You um, music was great. When you, say, when you say you would sell these, what were you selling? Like get it out the trunk or take them up to the music man, take them down to Mr. Mike's everywhere. Hand to hand. Hand to hand. Okay. Hand to hand. Like, I come from a hustling environment. I just never really hustled myself. You think? But I understand the <laughs> dynamics of it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just always looked at music like the weed game, yeah. where, you know what I mean, everybody wants it. Like, it's in high demand. Only thing, your block just has to be bigger. Because, you know, a weed, your customer rotation you don't need a whole lot. They're going to keep on coming because they want to blow. Yeah. But with music, pause. you only going to... Yeah, pause. <laughs> <laughs> with, like, music, you only going to get one sale until you come with something else. You know what I mean? This was way before, you know, the single age and everything like that. You had to come yeah. with a whole project. Exactly. So, so I, I was just like, all right, so, you know, we just got to cover our the whole city plus more. You know what I mean? Like, now, whereas, let me ask you this. I didn't mean to ahead. cut you off. My bad. Oh, no, no, no. With the whole, like, UPT Records, so going up on the hill and out the south, slinging something that's called UPT Records, didn't that kind of limit you in the city-wise? Not me. Word? Okay. <laughs> well, it was probably neutral, no. though. You wasn't in the thick of the shits anyway, so. And then it's yeah. like, it's music. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, as long as you ain't going into nobody's hood or, no nonsense you know what i mean it's all love and then you know like everybody was already known it's just how you move where where people were like very territorial but like even to this day like i look at artists like i should see you everywhere you know what i mean i just didn't see you online i should see you in hoods all over the place if you really try to make an impact you know, and that's just small fine. as Harrisburg is. Everybody's going to see each other at one point or another, either at the yeah, East Mall yeah. or, you know, Colonial Park Mall or at any given concert or what was the shit back then that the, the club met? I was too young for that, but. Right, you know, right. Yeah. All of that. Bars, take your pick of which bar. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. So after we did that last project, Next Breath and stuff like that, we just started reevaluating everything and then. That's when I um formed a um partnership with um Jay Allen and um we okay. created Yeah, shout out to Jay. B Miley. <laughs> um that's when um we hold on real quick. 
that's when we decided to create Make It Happen Entertainment. We um, made that decision on this aunt's porch down on Penn Street, and it was just like, you know, we just want to take it, take it to the next level, you know. And um, so that's the brainchild of you and Jay, then. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. It, got it. Yeah, yeah, yes. So, right. and then I, I was kind of part of part of the reason why I was left to like reevaluate things because my dude. Be he had moved down to Atlanta and like started his whole um, quest in the music industry, which wound up him touring with the Nappy Roots and everything like that. So make, oh, sure, make yeah, make sure you interview him so that you can get all that goodness from him yeah. too. So so um, Big Al too, because Big Al actually produced for them. It's funny how they got connected. Oh, because Be duh, yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know Big Al produced for him. That's dope. He produced that um, one single with all the kids singing in it. Ain't nobody okay. gonna die today. He was in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he's in the video. He produced that shit. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah shout out to him. Mm -hmm. But um, so um, so then that's when we started to um, record um, our first album for Make It Happen, The Ambush. It was me, him, and my brother Diff from Down York. You know he. Yep. He came in and was supporting us, and then we found Marshall Deasy to um, record and engineer it. You know, before that we was um, fooling with a cat named um, I want to say Bilal, but but I know I'm wrong. I'm saying his name Adele, 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 Adele. He was uh, um, talking about the white bitch singer either. Nah, not at all, not at all. <laughs> this is this African brother. I think he's up in NY now, still doing okay. his thing, but um. He was your yeah, engineer at the time, though, for the first couple. Yeah, for the um, Universal Thoughts and the um, Next Breath and everything. And then when it came to the ambush, we um, were working with Marshall. Yeah, I need to get and, him um, too. But he did he retire? Nah, he's still around. He's on like building stuff, like the whole um, Pro Sound Studio and everything like yeah. that. Like both of them, the original one, he built that studio layout and. And the one that um Sue has on Cameron Street now, yeah. he um helped build that and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, Marshall's out, a genius. I reached out to Sue. Uh, yeah, I reached out to Sue as well. And, okay. Yeah. So I'll uh, see if he if he wants to put in. You know, what I mean, put his two cents in it because everybody has their little time on it. Um, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure he will. Yeah. I'm I'm looking right now. I got two of your CDs in my hand right now, but I thought. So then I was wrong then. So the ambush was the first one with the drawing on the cover. That's what Smitty said, right? Ambush was the first one, and then it was... Life, music, and paper? Life, music, and paper, and, and then... Solidified so relations? And then solidified relations, yeah. I have those two right here in my hand right now. And then we also did um, Life of a Legend, which was the Sean Brock's mixtape, and then God's Entertainment, which was um, yep. Blackstone's John. Yep. And, and did the intro. And then... That was to me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. And and then um and then from there, that's when like the new age um pretty much came came in and 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 that was my um that was water, my son. You know, he he kind of he at the years he was like um I put M I H on my back and I was like, you know what, you sure did. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah keep it going. Yeah, pretty. Pretty long legacy. I remember because I was honestly, I was to the point I was like, oh, I'm over this. I'm done with this. And then he just came to me one day and was like, I'm not a rhyme dad. I was like, let me hear something. And he spit it. I was like, whoa, okay. I, I guess you do. 
And I I remember asking him, I was like, yo, what was the first time that you start rhyming? And he was like, oh, and he said it to me. I was like, oh, I remember you saying that. I thought that was Barney. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, shit. How, how old is your son now? Um, 25. 25. All right. And has he put out any... You know, plug it, plug him in real quick. What's his uh, what's his uh, socials and stuff? What does he go by and everything? Um, water is um his IG and um Twitter is underscore water. I'm I'm sorry at water w a t a underscore m c. That's at w a t a underscore m c. Yeah, I saw and, the video with him and Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real funny song because you know um he's. He can be a hellraiser, so one time he was actually on punishment. And there was this beat that I always liked that um my man Age had um had done. Damn, shout out to Age, man. Yeah. Age Age played a very vital role in the ambush because he allowed us to use as his air some her ex in order to do whatever Jay needed to do at the time. So mm. definitely shout out to him and he he also gave a lot of him and Galen gave um Pinhead Galen. Damn, damn. a lot of fire on um that Paramount album yeah, that, that Paramount um, album was fire. I still classic. play that till this day, man. Classic. Oh, crazy. Cla- and I remember thing, Tubby, damn, I don't go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, I was I was just about to say, following what you were saying, I had somebody in the car with me and I was begging banging Paramount and I was like, How old do you think this is? It was like, oh, I don't know. I was, I was like, yo, this is like 20 years old. He's like, man, I thought this was something that just came out. That's how fire, that's how fire it is. That shit you know? was, man. That shit was. <laughs> no, it was, man. Cause I like the, his beat selection. If he, if he's the one that picked all the beats and y'all just let yeah. him rock out with what he wanted to, then his ear is amazing. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would have never thought that he would have been the spitting dude because when I first came here, it's freaking section 185 in that middle school up there. God damn. Okay. And it was him. It was Fit, Anthony Cooper, Michael Reeves, Rasul, Hassan. It was a whole bunch of them, but Fit was more like the musical rapping dude and he just made right. some silly shit. And Tubby used to be in there too all the time. And they used to rhyme other people's shit, but I didn't know that he rhymed, rhymed and shit. But. Uh, man, I was just um, was I just saying? commented on something um, Tub had posted or he had played or something like that. I was just the way he the way he writes. It's just like so unorthodox, and it's just yeah. like there's nothing like him, and like he just flew it like that. Like yeah, what do you say, the remote brainchild, flow change how? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, he's different. He's different. My pen conceals the tears of the Mona Lisa. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's different. He's <laughs> One of the special ones. And then what I love about Tub is like he he got it. You know what I mean? Yes, like definitely he does. got it, and like he was willing. And what I mean 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 by got it, aside from like talent, like he gets what it takes what it took to be an artist and then in order to like work towards being su- successful where some other artists get in their own way and, and like limit as much growth as they could attain. I just wish I would have had more resources at the time to really like yeah. support him the way that he needed to be supported. Cause yeah. I really think that he really could have made a real heavy imprint in the game also. 
Oh yeah, definitely. But that Paramount album, he he did enough right there. So yeah, 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 yeah. Like somebody asked me the other day, was like, "Yo, if you ever make it, if you don't ever make it, would you still be satisfied with what you've done?" Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Compilation projects are like the cream of the crop for like Harrisburg rhymers. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right, right. You know what I mean, like, especially for that time. Like the talents there, and then for the area that we covered, you know what I mean? Like if you were ever to be somewhere different and you said Harrisburg and if anybody was going to be most likely to be mentioned from the music scene, it was going to be MIH because of how far we reached, you know? And yeah. that pretty much came, came across from us like um, selling, selling the ambush one time and getting ran out the mall by security but i i went to the car to put my stuff up and they had caught jay and i was like oh damn we don't go to jail technically soliciting right right i was like oh we gonna go to jail so That's so crazy. so um jay winds up going down down um downstairs to the management office and talk talk to the special specialized leasing person and then that's where we we got our connect from. We started with one mall, setting up um, shops, selling yep. selling selling TD CDs and T-shirts and everything like that. And then from there was another mall, then another mall, then another mall, then another mall. To to the point within a three-hour radius of Harrisburg, there's like 40 different markets that like we're tied into, you know, and 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 know that there's a valuable customer base there. You know, it's just a matter of just working where like our first album, The Ambush It, we sold like 9,000 units. We sold 9,000 units of The Ambush and... Um, Paper CD or like, both? Or like combined? Separately. Back then, okay. Um, so we sold 9,000 of um, The Ambush and we sold 9,000 of Life Music and Paper, yeah. you know, and it was and it was just a thing of, you know, just... Going in, going into these different areas, setting up shop, and and you know reaching the people as best as we can. And the goal was always instead of it taking us like eighteen months to sell nine thousand, to be able to do it in nine in eighteen days. You know, so right. that's always been the goal. It it just hasn't hasn't come into fruition yet. But hopefully, before I close my eyes on this earth, I'll. I'll be able to accomplish that. And I think one of the main ingredients for accomplishing that is definitely finances, but also having an infrastructure. Yeah. And then now too, with everything being digital was so much easier. Like, I mean, think about it. Like what was the budget on filming that video with your son and Marcus? Now imagine that budget, imagine what it would have taken back then to film. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. You know, Doing videos back then was like not even a not even an option unless you was like caked up. But now, like you said, sponsored air quotes, right? You know, yeah. Right now, it's so doable. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Look at this. I'm shoot. I'm I'm recording this podcast with with a focus right with a focus right uh, Scarlet joint. A mic that came with it. The headphones that came. Well, I upgraded the mic, but the headphones that came with it in GarageBand. I'm doing this off of that. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's just standard on a computer now. So, yeah. Yeah. Not, and now anything's possible. There's definitely, like, there's no excuse except 
people just can't agree to work. Like it'll be, yeah. like we, we can make so much, so many moves, so, such an impact if we just learn to work together. You know what I mean? But yeah, you, you heard us speak just, on that on the last. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's just human nature, I yeah. guess. So I'm. Like my goal is to just get in a position that instead of asking people to, I, I'm just able to just pay people to do everything that I know that they need to do because yeah. the artists are here. The oh, artists yeah, the are talent, here. The talent is definitely here. Like the content's here. It's just a matter of having the like-minded business people together working together to push the music out because a lot of times we put additional responsibilities on the artists and. Not everybody's built like that. Like I said, Pinhead got it, but yeah. say, say you got an artist like Mr. Blackson. Mr. Blackson ain't going for that, you know. What I mean? yeah. Like he set in his ways, and like nothing is gonna kick in. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh my, my god, guest. I'm on episode. This is gonna be you're gonna be probably like episode seven to eight, and I've asked him about seven different times, and. He just he just in his own thing, so it was just like whatever, man. I just stopped asking. You know what I mean? If, if you lucky it ain't football season, because that'd def definitely be oh, a dub on a we, Sunday. Oh my God, you have no idea how many times <laughs> we've had this conversation Black. back in the day. Yo, we we had this conversation. Black. We were like, what like, like, is Puffy calls you right now on a Sunday? He don't right care. Before the Eagles come on, there's hundred bands for you right now. Like, don't he don't care. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you should be working hard so that you can be having a box, 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 box seats there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. He does not. He's not moving. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. Too. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I stopped. I just gave up. I was like, all right, come on, man. He gonna listen to this. He gonna be like, that damn hurt. <laughs> yeah, he, and he gonna put on Facebook. Cause I stay on his top. He gonna put a whole Facebook paragraph about it. You already know how that's gonna go. I stay on his top. I stay on his top because it's like, you know, and then not just for him, for like anybody. Like, this business is a nomadic business. Like, if you don't love the road, this ain't for you. Like, yeah. this ain't something that you can just sit in one area and expect it to develop. Like. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool for people to hear your music, but if you're not actively out there engaging fan upon fan upon fan upon fan Wait upon fan, it, yeah, and That's being it. willing to to do that, it's like you ain't gonna go but so far, you know. Yeah. Like everybody tried, everybody tried, so you know. Like somebody was talking about, like Chris, you know, the time that he DJ, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, like once. Once that show was over, Chris was somewhere else, and then somewhere else, and then somewhere else, and then somewhere else. You know what I mean? And then that's the key to it, to the point that, like I was saying, as far as like comparing music to like weed and everything like that, like you have to have a lot of different blocks. Like I would say, out of our like nine thousand units that we sold, it was probably like maybe like since since the Berg was home. It's home, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we know it, like the back of my hand. So we probably didn't, probably sold like a thousand here, but then when we went to York, we might have stung them for maybe like about four hundred. When we went to Chambersburg, got three hundred from them. Went to Hagerstown, another three hundred. Yep. Um, Morgantown, and then um, 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 Winchester and Harrisonburg, and you know Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. Oh yeah. Oh man, like I said, Altoona. Did y'all hit up Altoona? Yeah, yeah. 
all of that. And all that? State all that. Only place in um only place in PA that I've never sold anything at would be Erie. That's the only place that we have. The closest we got to Erie was Sharon, Pennsylvania. But Man, I never I got to Erie. That is. <laughs> That's way, that must be yeah. way up in the mountains. Matter of fact, it's funny, too, because one of my coworkers is from Sharon, Pennsylvania. So when, when like, she first said, I was like, yeah, I remember being up up there, Sharon, Sharon and Hermitage, PA. But, yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, I always looked at it. I remember um, Benny Siegel had said, um, find a quiet town and tie it down. That was our fault. Philosophy. We would just go in, set up shop, find um, music listeners, and create relationships, and spend our time there, and on to the next spot. Yeah. We used to work like we used to work like Thursday through Sunday. Oh, that's what y'all would do? Just hop in the van with a bunch of CDs and just go to all these spots. And find and set up shop for the weekend. And everything. Oh no yeah. shit. Set up shop. Tough, tough. Yeah, you yeah. always you always did have grind to you though, and you still I never stopped because even as early as. Shit, 2016 or whatever. You were still in Capital City doing your thing, even with the shirts and everything. And yeah, 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 everything. yeah. Whenever I can find the opportunity to, yeah. The, and then, like, when the last time you saw me, that was like a filler to like see if it was still like a viable way yeah. of like pushing product. You know what I mean? It, it was cool. Okay. It, it was cool. I mean, now. like, yeah. like. It's digital, and then it's more so the presence, which you still serve a presence for that, because with you being there and people that you introduce the music to, they might not buy buy a physical piece, but they can still, you know, you can you can still turn them on to your digital presence. Yeah, yeah. So, so it still has a purpose. Yeah. So you know, do you have it, a, like a MIH like Instagram and all that stuff. You have all that set up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the main one is um like the water, and then my personal one, J H A R T M I H, J Hart M I H at J Hart M I H. Surprised you didn't put like a M I H page, and then especially now, if I was you, man, because I'm looking at some of these songs, and I'm like, yo, some of these shits is still fire. Now you could record a video for these for these songs that are older, but. They ain't gonna know that, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Like the catalog's crazy, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm, I'm kind of like shit too. All hard shit, especially with the new, new like wave of like Griselda and everything yep. like that. Yep. You know, that's definitely increasing right the interest. In. Right yeah, in. totally, totally, totally. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of like a, of the mindset of all right, cool, do I hold on to it until like something pop? You know what I mean? Or do I push it out now? You know what I mean? And it's like one of the good things about this whole quarantine is that I'm getting more comfortable with like the whole IG and all that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm more of the hand-to-hand warfare type type situation. So this digital age, I never really had the time to like really like figure it out yet. probably school you way more on that than you could imagine because the kids, they got it. They know it. Yeah. All kinds of shit. They know about bots and everything. And at first I was like, what the fuck is a bot? And then when I got explained (laughs) to what that is and shit, I was like, oh, all right. So you don't have to do half the work and to get something. You could just set that thing up and it does it for you. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. See, see, you might be able to hit me to that, too. And turn me on to what that's hitting for, too. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. But just like Rad was saying on um, his interview, there's no reason for you not to. Spend time, yeah. you know what I mean, like growing and and 
and like learning and he was talking about before the digital age and I remember like during the during the period of time between working with UPT and like making that transition to creating our own company and stuff like that. I used to be at work and this this was like early internet just like gathering information, you know, and <laughs> literally print, you had to gather print stuff off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. making the most of what whatever you have, you know what I mean? Like yeah. part time working and then part-time dreaming you know yeah, so but now shit now everything's literally on your phone Absolute, everything everything man like i could everything. if i wanted to i could record this podcast literally by just calling you and then just using my my earbuds and shit like that but it's just nuts like for example like these um these episodes i uh my nephew edits them so i just okay. i just throw them in a dropbox he he got he has some app on his ipad and he edits his own podcast and mine's on an iPad with this software. I'm oh, like, wow. yo. Oh, that's love. Yeah, yeah, he does it. He does it. So I shout him out. You know, shout out to my thing. Um, it's just it's just crazy how technology is. And he he actually kind of put the bug in my ear to start this podcast. Like, well, I always had thought about it, but I hate my fucking voice. I sound like a congested fuck. But Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and you were like, me and you were like, I'm sitting here like, like, Wondering how this thing's gonna sound out, but uh, don't worry about it, man. I'm we are who we are. Exactly. Just throw a little bass in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Put a little. Um, <laughs> you don't like it. You don't like it, motherfucker. Put some bins in yeah, it. Exactly. Take some of the treble out for me. You know what I mean? We all good. Yeah. Fuck that. Listen to the content. Don't listen to the voices, fucker. Right. <laughs> but nah, it's just crazy how technology is now that I can do this right in here, and I'm like. And if I want to add my, I like at the end of most episodes, I put my own beats at the end to like even promo that shit. It's just insane that all this is possible, like at the tip of your fingers now and people ain't on it. Like I don't, if I could rhyme, oh my God, with my work ethic, I would smoke everybody. If I could rhyme, I'd be way ahead then, man. And then that's what it be going back to what I was saying as far as like, what this city lacks, and, you know, I often say it to everybody, and I'm sure anybody that we're fortunate enough that will be listening to this is going to be like, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard Hart say it before, infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. I mean, like, the talent is here, just needs support. We can't keep on asking these artists to do more than what they're programmed to do, you know what I mean? Like, extent, every now and sometimes then. Sometimes they have to have the... They have to have what the not the know how. They have to have the motivation though to want to get out and get it too though. Like if you have to put on if they're supported artists and you if you have if you have to put on two hats and that's going to help you achieve your goal faster then you do what you got to do. You know what I mean? How many Jay Z's are there? How many Jay Z's? Yeah, one. How many Ti's are there? Well, shit, that's Jay Z's South version, but. <laughs> What are you getting at? I'm getting at the fact that what you just said, sometimes you have to put on those multiple hats. Mm -hmm. Some people get that. Those shooting stars get that. Like, yeah. God bless his soul, Smurf, he got that. Um, Pinhead, he got that. You know, but yeah. not everybody's going to get that. And then the industry as we know it isn't dependent on, you know, artists putting on those multiple hats. But those are those are artists that, master the industry yeah. so in order to be operational as a production company as a record label whatever 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 you 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 call yourself you you have to have that workforce in order to 
to um to capitalize on what that artist brings to the table. If not, you just want to be keep going back and back and forth with one another with unrealistic expectations. I can't rhyme, so so don't ask me to get in the booth. Yeah. And that artist isn't necessarily that business person, so don't ask them to be the sales. Don't ask them to be the promotion. At least not by themselves. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too, with leadership and everything, like infrastructure. If you're a good leader and you know how to delegate everything, then, you know what I mean, everything should flow a lot smoother. If you, if you But if you're trying to be just a one-man band and trying to do everything yourself, though, and you and you see it's not progressing the way you want, then obviously you can, you, like, I know plenty of people who think they can do it all themselves, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you're not going to get as far. You can get 10 times farther if you're you not, just delegate other people. Like, there's every, every Jay-Z and T.I., there's a team behind them. There was a team behind them. There's a team behind them. Like I often hear people be like, "Oh, not everybody needs a um a college degree. Look at such and such. Look at such and such. Yeah, look at them. But if you look at everybody that they hiring, chances <laughs> are they got them college degrees. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, let's stop trying to try to like devalue what has value. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if it's if if that's not your route, that's cool. That doesn't have to be your route. But don't knock whosoever route it is, you know? So like everything that I've been doing over the past, like 10 years with like going back to school and, you know, um, positioning myself the, the way that I, that I, that I have been is because my jobs have always been what I refer to as my hammer, how I got my money to do my, do my music. And after a while, it was just like, like you said, you, you can't do it all by yourself. And, I just knew that I needed more money in order to do it because I can get to the wall. But if I don't have an army with me, by the time that I get to the wall, all I'm doing is tapping on the wall. I'm trying to push that thing over. You know what I mean? So I just need to be in a position financially where I can pay people to do at, at least at the minimum what I know needs to be done on a on a um a micro level not nah, on a consistent level consistent level you know not just oh yeah we did it it didn't work out no for the whole year this is what we doing and then we want to evaluate it after the yeah, year or or at least after three months right yeah. yeah but as it is now it's like i got a couple dollars can you do this and then you just hope that the returns enough that you can keep them going for another month or or so like that. I want to be in a situation where the money's there. We know what we're doing. Let's just run. Yeah. yeah. Let's just run. Cause, and then what helped me understand that was the different feelings that you would have selling selling CDs. If if somebody was like no, and you buy yourself, it it can really take the take the air from out of you. But if somebody say no and you with your team, like, man, all right, cool, peace, holla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the, the on to the next one. Right, right, right. I got you. So, I got you, you know, it, it, it's just human nature. Yeah, very true, very true. I'm looking I'm looking at these, these track listening on here, and I'm like, damn, even though I've heard all of these albums and stuff, I still don't know half of it. Like, Victor... Vic Creed. Yeah, Vic Creed. Vic Creed. He was a um he's from Hanover. 
Okay. And no, 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 no. I'm sorry. He's from um, is it Westchester? No, no, not Westchester. It, so, it's a um, it, it's a um, off. He's from York, but it's like the outskirts of York. You know, right. um, West saying. Manchester, West Manchester. Okay. Yeah, he, he's from West Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. I keep yeah. looking. I keep looking at these, and I'm like, "Yo, you recruited like you must have just looked at a map and did like a whole radar thing with the whole circle and be like, all right, we're gonna get everybody from this region, like I would say five miles out in each direction and grab the best ones and put them on this bitch." Okay, so say like off of the first one, right? Um, I knew Smurf, I knew Brock, I knew Seldom C. Um. Pinhead came through Caduce, which Caduce didn't get on the album, but Caduce turned Pinhead turned Jay on the Pinhead. Um, Pinhead turned us on to Dame Jacks. Um, Hazardous, the Fly Apostle, and um, Alter Ego are were based out of York. Hazardous was from the Bronx, okay. and um, Hazardous, the Fly um, Apostle. Hazardous to fly possible. <laughs> <laughs> and um and um Alter Ego he used to work with a group called um um Casa Diff from out of York. So my brother Diff, who's who's from out of York, he found those two. And then I knew Nye. And I think that's yeah. I think that's everybody. Yeah, that looks like everybody on here. Yeah. You yeah, knew yeah. how to all right, so when it comes to putting together these compilation projects, do y'all just do? I was always curious as to how y'all put these together. Like, is it just you and Jay? Oh, and Blackstone and Blackstone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. Then, so ahead, like, though. do you and Jay, when it came to like putting together these compilations, do you guys just record as many songs as you want, and then you guys just write them on a whiteboard, and then be like, all right, we're gonna pick this one, this one, this. Like, who sequenced all of this and like structured it and stuff? Was that you and Jay? I wish we had that luxury um, to 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 just record. I'm of the school of record, release, record, release, record, release. But um, but um, we were um, we were staying together, and um, he would do pre-production with the artists as much was allowed, you know, yeah. in order for them to find find the ideal beats that they want wanted, and you know, the caliber of talent. It was like one song was enough, you know what I mean? Okay. Like what, what they brought to the table was enough. And I'm sure like there was probably like some real detailed picking within the pre-production. But as far as I knew, you know what I mean? What they brought to the table was what we used. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But y'all know how to put these motherfuckers together, man, from what I'm looking at all these. Good luck. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm looking at the and, second one too. It was like a kind of changing. Some I see some newer, some newer heads on here. Let me see. Shy, Vic Creed got added. Yeah, Vic Creed, yeah, added to it. I see him a lot. Yep. So them. Yeah, see. yeah. He, um, that was another um York find of my brothers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the whole um the logo, the knocking on the door was yeah, was like pretty much was. Yeah, yeah, that's me knocking on my brother's door. He took a picture. We just had um, the graphic artist like use it as an outline. You know, Allah during that time that was like Allah, like the No Limit, um, um, pink, <laughs> yeah, like vibe and everything. Yeah. But would, it just it just symbolized like everybody was like 
Everybody that I was dealing dealing with, like with STS and UPT, it was it was a lot of the mindset of we nice, somebody's gonna find us. Yeah. So so I just looked at myself like, hello, I found you, let's go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I want I want to get back into too, like the whole story of Smurf because let me see, I graduated '96. He must have graduated 97 or 98 because he was a couple years behind me. But he went to that Riverside, the Arts Magnet School or whatever, too. And he was nice as shit back then. And I remember my brother, my younger brother, Nicky, he, he, well, he in Lewisburg right now. But um, he had this tape where it was him and Wayne. It was just like this freestyle. And he was on some abomatomically Socrates for a lot like he was on some yeah. shit like that back right, right, then. Right, right, right. I was like, yeah. And I was like, hold up. And then they kept saying Smurf. And I was like, who you talking about? Avery? It was like, oh, so it was him. And then, because everybody knew Wayne, though. Like, I remember Wayne Wayne and uh, Roscoe battling in the lunchroom and shit. And they were just right. going at each other and everything. But And he would, and Raheem, too. He could always rhyme, too. I knew them because. <sighs> Yeah, because Raheem graduated mm. with me. Yeah, he graduated. Mm. Yeah, man. You want to talk about, like, his starting five verse. Mm. All of them, though. You're going to have to get me one of the, the compilation albums, though. I, but were they a I group, I have to though? find a starting five joint. I don't even have a Universal Thoughts tape. Yeah. I need to find one. Like, yeah. I, I can find the next breath, but that Universal Thoughts, I cannot find myself. Man, so. But, yeah, yeah all so, of them was fire. But, like, Smurf, like. Yeah, yeah. UPT was um, Heem, yeah, Fit, yep. Smurf, Fit Roslam Abdul Akbar, yeah, that long uh, yeah. Fit, yeah, Fit Ron, yeah. <laughs> um, Fit Wayne, Rocky, G Rebel, Smurf, Banani, and um, Benani. Nicodemus, yeah. And I kept hearing all about crew. Nicodemus, and I only know him in name. Uh, if he walked right yeah, by yeah, me right yeah. now, I wouldn't know who he is. Nicodemus is like a ghost. He's okay. like a ghost. So he's like in, he's and, happy out. To, he's in and out all the time. Yeah, yeah. You like it's like a sighting when you see Nicodemus. Oh, okay. Do you remember? You know. Do you remember the boot camp show down uh, on Cameron Street? Ooh, I, matter of fact, that was that was one of my first shows, like managing them. Okay, yeah. And you remember the sound went out, and the and the sound man tried to curse them out and shit when the mics wasn't working. You remember that part? I remember that nah. vividly because they were up there trying to rhyme and the mics was sounding shitty and everything. And they were like, yo, what the fuck? Da, da, da. And then the mic dude tried to get like smart with him and shit. And it was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? I just remember. And I was like, because that's what I remember seeing all three of them up there. And I was like, oh, shit, they're a group. Okay. Okay. I had just got out of school. I had just graduated. Yeah. That 96 or that 97. Yeah. Big Year just died. And that was yeah. when the boot camp came out with the boot camp uh, compilation album. Right, right. And yeah. That's what they were doing up there and everything. So that's when I was like, oh, they all a group. So that was yeah. one of your first situations? Yeah, Smurf was mad that night. That show and the Camp Low show. And the Camp Low show. You remember the Camp yeah, Low show? The Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a few yeah. times, me and all, well, both my brothers was out of jail. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had on a Bad Boy shirt and my brother had on a, a Death Row t shirt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was working at so, that Holiday Inn at that time too. That show was packed. Yes, that shit. Shows was. shows used to be packed back in the day like that. Those yeah. shows was packed. It's but funny. yeah, like like Smurf 
Smurf was a special dude. I say like two of the strongest mentalities of like artists that I that I've dealt with. I would say Smurf and Brox. And I say Brox because I always remember one time when um I always remember one time like in in the midst of all the chaos that was going on, like up at six twenty fourth Oxford Street, like cats getting a haircut, cats cats blowing all that, you know what I mean, drinking all that, talking 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 smack and all that, you know what I mean? Like this young man was sitting there doing his homework and like Brox was Brox has always been smart, honor student type stuff and and, yeah. and I just always remember seeing that vision. And then as far as like Smurf, like always describe him as a shooting star that stars watched. You know what I mean? He yeah. was just he was just one of those special special people that like carried himself in a certain type of way, you know. What um, what actually happened then? Because I don't I I just vaguely remember that he went to New York and then all of a sudden and he passed and I was like, what the fuck? What was actually like? Did anybody ever get to the bottom of that? Not not really. Like I don't I I don't know if it was a home invasion or whatever. All I know is that I just. I had seen him like the summer before because he was interning, and he was, he had a hotel down by the riverfront, um, up on on the um, was it on the Hudson on the Hudson, and I and I had went up there one weekend and like chill with him. Yeah. I, I had family up there, but I spent a day with him and like crashed and stuff like that. But I always regret the fact that we didn't like rap more and everything like that. And I remember. One time he had um we were talking on the phone and like he was like he wished he would have came and had been able to do more music on the project that we was working on and stuff like that. So because yeah, he only but, got um, one song on it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he has a, a song and a um, verse on the ambush. Okay, okay. Cause, yeah, because nah, he's a, pressure. He's a, he's on uh on the life music and paper too, though, right? He's on life music and paper. We just recycled. Oh, okay, okay, okay. To yeah, put on that yeah that's what it says right here. Yeah, it says pressure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that's what it was though. Like, like I guess he got he got killed in his crib or something. As far as I know, yes. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was one of the ones that was doing it. What was he? So what? He had graduated and then he just moved. Yeah, graduated up to New York. from um. He had graduated from um, Princeton. He had graduated from Princeton and was um, working up on Wall Street. Shit. Yeah, about so. shooting star, even if shit, legend in two games. Shit. Yeah, I don't know what happened with his death, but I like to think that he um he um uncovered some like special fouls and it's like that. Nah, but <laughs> yeah, you might go into conspiracy theory. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Damn, Let's make it that. big. Yeah. Whatever it was, it had to be something big and major to to um, take such a special special Ooh, person yeah, off of. Yeah, man. Off of this earth, you know, he'll forever be missed. Yeah, even but when he was up there too, though, was he still like into rhyming or not really? Yeah, he was in in rhyming, but like he was pretty much like trying to like set everything up for everybody. Like I know the one time that I was up there talking to him, he he had just like met like Russell Simmons at like some type of function and everything like that. So he was utilizing his his education and his positioning to develop something for our ultimate goal. And, and that was with the music, you know, yeah. and, and sometime that summer too, we, um, 
me, him, and Pinhead had went down to Atlantic City to a DJ conference, which was was wild too. And and that was one of my learning lessons too, because it was like I was going down there on some get money type vibe where ain't no DJ trying to buy no music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, pressed up some vinyl if he was going to a DJ conference. Right, right. In, in which we did have some vinyl, but it was like, you know, I'm trying to make my money back. You know what yeah. I mean? But but it was like, you know, DJ culture is DJ culture. So yeah. that was definitely our eye opening experience. But we got to meet um meet um Jam Master J down there. Oh nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I regret about that meeting is that I didn't like put the battery in Smurf or um Pinhead's back and ask them to rhyme. We yeah. was just geek we was just geeked that we met, you know what I mean, Jam Master J and stuff. But, oh, but can you yeah, blame those... them then? If all y'all would type off of that shit, yeah, who's thinking about anything else? You're like, shit, you just Right, 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 right. Dude, iconic DJ like you know? Right, exactly, you know. Yeah, but I heard oh. he, I heard Jam Master J though wasn't the one to play with either though. He ain't take no shit, so I don't not know. Not at all. He probably could have would have been you know what I mean, who knows? Maybe it was meant for y'all not to say oh, that because maybe Nah, nah. Like if Smurf would have started um spilling, that whole crowd would have stopped. So, you know what I mean? True. True. <laughs> yeah. I only heard like two or three of his his actual songs and shit, and them shits was punching and shit. My brother, he had like a cassette tape of something with all of them rhyming on it, and he kept it when, to himself. Like, when um, we were making Universal Thoughts, um, our pre-production was at Saddam Singh's spot, and it was it was me, him, and Saddam Singh there one time. I, Jay may have been there too, but uh, Smurf was home on a visit and stuff, and they put a beat on it and he just rhymed for like 10 minutes. Mm. Just like that. Where's on. that at? Shit, who got that? That was just like our moment. It wasn't nobody recording. He was okay. just like, it was just, it was just like, wow, like he goes hard. And he was doing like that KRS stuff where like you throw stuff at him and like he starts rivaling. And so he was just like looking at, looking around the room, just like throwing that into a rhyme okay, and stuff so like he was that. Freestyling, freestyling. Yeah, yeah, for real. Off the top joints, got you. Off the top, yeah. Man, off fucking the top. rest in peace, Smurf. Shit. Definitely. AKA Avery Waddell. Avery Waddell. Yep. God damn. Because I was thinking of doing a whole episode on him because I want I want to talk to 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 Weezy about him too though because he was he was more he was with him a whole lot more you know what I mean the most people. yeah yeah get that whole crew like yeah fit yeah. Weezy well fit um, man the last time I saw fit was I think I just it, saw fit the other day man he's I back saw, up here I just yeah, saw fit I know. the other day I saw him at the bus stop. Okay. Uh, yeah, over there at the mall and shit, and I guess he got caught up into some shit down south and up here, and then he had to come up here and solve it or whatever. Okay, was, you know, fit run. Yeah, he's rolling. But yeah, Jelani Sevens, you know, get all them for that pe- for that Smurf piece, like yeah, like Smurf. Jelani, I never Smurf, really, Smurf was, I never really knew Smurf him. Special. I knew him in name and looking like I seen him around before, but I never like in, I never got introduced to him and shit. Okay, but, but and, would, and rock, rock on. Oh, of course I know rock. Yeah, yeah, rock, rock yeah. Guy. Uh, all them. All right, all right. Well, I mean, shit. Damn, we did get a lot in. So we are out. We are hour and five in. Um, no worries. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm telling you, I mean, when you discussing shit, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could definitely go because it's just it's you know so lot. much, 
so much stuff, you know, even even with like working working with water now, you know, like he's about to release his um next project, you know, his his next single is um two two one three and you know, just like developing him as a talent, you know, he was um was doing this um listening with a and R on Instagram the other day and um he listened to a song and it was like his um the A and R Chubby Chub Chubby Baby. Um he's like a diplomat. He came up with the diplomats but yeah, he works with yeah. yeah, so he was like, yo, he's in after after listening to um water, he was like, yo, he's in pocket. Like that's one of the things about water. Like his flow is like crazy and he's a great writer and like he he talks about like talks about stuff with like substance and he has a unique unique voice and everything like that. It's just a matter of just putting in that work and, and um having the proper supports, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. I just don't wanna like just keep running into the wall with like anything that I do. You know what I mean? I try to make sure that I continue continually release product, but the most important thing is just creating that infrastructure so that nothing's wasted. You know, like yeah. everything that we do and everything that we drop is just gets the fuller full attention of everybody that's working it and everybody that that gets access to it. Okay. Okay. Well yeah, props to him. Shit, props to water. Appreciate that's a dope that. spelling of the name too. It's just W A T A. That's just yeah. That's clever. That's clever shit. Um, well, uh, I'm trying to think of what else I could ask you, but uh, save it. I'll save it for another time. Um, yeah, we could definitely do a, a fucking part two and shit. So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Who would you like to see Blackston battle for both for that whole like U- URL and um, Fight Club and all that? Who would you love to see Blackston battle? Actually. See, it's funny you said that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see him battle none of them because the whole battle scene has changed now. Because now these motherfuckers have to research your entire life, like they'll, you know what I mean? Because now that's what they do now. The battle rap, it ain't just spitting your your most ignorant shit anymore. It ain't like it ain't like even that one that uh too raw for the street. Shout out, shout out to him. Right. It ain't like that where they were just spitting like verses. And it was just like, you know what I mean? You could tell that he picked something off like right then and there and then he blended it back into his his freestyles and shit. Now, now the way the URLs and the smacks and all that, all of those are like, they literally research your life. They find out if your mom's on crack. They find out if you ain't paying child support. They find out if your girl's an Instagram thought. Like they literally just focus on you for the whole time. So to me, the way that's that's why Cassidy been taking L so much lately because he's just spitting rhymes and it's not being personally directed at the person, whereas okay. they are taking personal shots at you, your sneakers, your mom, what job you had in high school. If they got an old picture of you, they'll pull that shit out. They it, it's a whole different way. Like whereas Marcus, it was just like spit your hottest aggressive sixteens in somebody's fucking face and try to take their head off. Right, 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 right. right. I mean? So I wouldn't even. In that market, he would fail because he's not, as we all know, he's stubborn. He's not going to take the time to want to research a motherfucker. Like, you know, imagine him trying to have <laughs> he to can research. care less about yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> like, he don't give a fuck about that shit. He's just there to rhyme. You know what I right, mean? Right, 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 right. It was just, I always equated him, though. I always equated him to, uh, do you remember the movie Fresh? With Samuel yeah. Jackson and the little black yeah. kid and the Puerto Rican dude? 
You remember right. the, the Puerto Rican dude was just like in the corner, posted up, and she's talking about, yo, I got the dope moves. And that's <laughs> right. all he would say. That's it. And then, to me, that's like kind of like how kind of like Marcus is because he would always just be like, all right, Dula's the mouthpiece. Dula do all the talking. And he would just sit in the corner like, yeah. I got the dope moves. Yeah, just like, yeah, not speaking up for himself and shit. Like, that was a whole big argument when we went to D&D that one time, man. I still remember that. It was two months after 9-11. And um, we had, uh, it was uh, Benny B. And Kula um, okay. got the plug. So it was yeah. Benny B had a party at D&D Studios for Dilated Peoples. So okay. we up in there and everything. And everybody, you know, it was like a networking it was a networking fest. DJ Premier walks in. I drop my jaw. Look at him like he's crazy, but I was like, holy shit. DJ Premier's in there. Evidence in there. Babu, all of them. All the dilated peoples. Like, we had to tell Marcus, like, yo, turn around. They, they was up to... It was up to evidence. Like he just walked right, right by him and everything. It was just like, and he just sat there most of the night, just playing what Xbox because it just came out. Oh, the one consistent yeah. thing about artists related to like MIH and everything like that. Yeah. You remember that whole line, um, unapproachable thugs. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that that pretty much cements all of us. Like. Like if we don't gotta say that we we ain't gonna say too much. It, it's like I guess but but it, in that when environment, it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with everything that, but then that's that that's that infrastructure. That's where somebody say like a, a mouthpiece like um we, like had how two, um, he had two. He had Prate and Dula at that time and stuff. And I was trying to do speak whenever whenever I could speak, you know what I mean? But I was more. You know he's gonna be cussing us out if 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 we keep talking about him in a disparaging way. So I know I don't he want that get... Blackston heat. Oh, I'll just, <laughs> just be a Facebook post. Who cares? But <laughs> you the one that brought it up. You the one that asked. Right, me. right, right, right. I didn't expect it to go that in way. That I was expecting you to be like Charlie Chips. You know what I mean, or something Charlie like Clips. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. But Clips. that that battle format, that's not him though. That's. You know what I mean? His would be more like just kicking a freestyle, more like a funk flex freestyle. That'd be more his form as opposed oh, yeah, to literally yeah, yeah. having to research somebody and finding out about their personal life and their family and shit. That ain't that ain't gonna happen. So yeah. so to answer the initial question though, that's not his format at all. The URL smack shit. The battles ain't okay. what they used to be. You know what I mean? I still have some of his battles on on damn VHS, like old video camera and shit and all of those, they were never personally about the person. It was just saying some vicious ass shit. So did you go down to Philly with him? All every single time I recorded every battle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I had all of them. It was one time yeah. he he thought he thought it was gonna lose because they had him battling up against a girl, but he ended up winning anyway. But it was a couple of times when he battled this one short this short Spanish kid, and he was kicking some shit, and the crowd was going up and shit. And I was like, oh fuck, and then. He kicked some shit like, and he did the whole uh, duct tapable, fuckable, I'm a Bundy, you a Huxtable line. And when he said that shit, the whole crowd said, oh, shit. The whole place went up crazy. After that, he knew he got it. So it was just right. like, my heart was beating for him back then. And shit, I was nervous. I was like, shit, I wonder how he's going to handle an L, but it never happened. He never lost. So yeah, he ended up and that whole play. battle circuit, it got crazy when they started talking about like, oh, I'm I'm putting on, 
five bands and ten bands and fifty bands up oh on people. God. I'd be like, yo, yeah. where do y'all get bread like that from just to be oh, throwing it up on somebody? There's money in many places, but uh, yeah, so, I'm not so, traveling so true. to those crevices to get those. And I'm not exactly. I don't want to be accountable. For the, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be accountable for the blowback if it doesn't go right. You know what I mean? Shit. Can you imagine that drive home? Somebody, oh somebody, my god, somebody put uh, fifty bands up for somebody, and then you lose. Yo, man. But, but, nah, but you would have to think, though, you would have to have extreme confidence in that person or you have 50 bands to blow like that and it's nothing to you. That's two ways to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely has to be something, um, a fear of no loss. And then, like you said, somebody that, that you definitely have confidence in. in yeah. In which, if I had it, I would have definitely put um, put dough behind um Mark in a battle against anybody. Oh yeah! That, oh, absolutely. That time. Oh, absolutely! Freaking uh, was that one battle? Freaking Grandmaster Kaz was there, and he was looking like, "Who's that?" Like that's my man Marcus, and I didn't even know that that was Grandmaster Kaz. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I found out later. But yeah, I recorded that whole battle. I recorded all his battles from when he had braids. Yeah, all yeah, those. Think about um, hmm? thinking about Grandmaster Kaz. We were um at a rapathon up. Up in New York several years back, I had um, taken water and um, he took part in the rapathon. And Grandmaster Cass was up there. There's video yeah. on our um, on our YouTube page, M I H M E N T. Okay, um, that's what I was going to ask you too. Do you got a YouTube page too to plug that? Yeah. Up? Okay. M I H M E N T. And that's you know? where I saw the video at then too. That yeah. must be the page. Yep. That's that's it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, if he gonna kill us, he gonna kill us. He gets to do it on Facebook, though. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna come on here because I didn't ask him a million times. Fuck it. Um, this might motivate him. This might motivate him so that uh, his his story is told his way. <laughs> I I guess. But that's what I'm saying. It would be it would be I don't know. It would be on this forum because he knows you and he knows like we know know him. Right. Right. You know right. What I mean, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it will. Maybe that'll finally have him to come on because I asked him the very last time when I was just like, all right. He was like, um, it's a pandemic, Johnny. And I was like, um, all you have to do is call. Nah, nah see, what you do is you just call him. Just don't randomly him call him, right? Yeah. Yeah, don't don't even let him know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to hit him with the, this call, this call yeah. shall be quoted for quality assurance. <laughs> the, right, right. Just get to talk. And he's like, yo, why are you asking me all these questions? I'm just reminiscing, bruh. Yeah. Well, you know, you you got a whole inner because you know he's the type that once he once he get to talking, oh yeah, he's talking, he'll keep going. Yeah, he'll keep going. True, right? That's, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Maybe I got to tempt him with food or something. I don't know. Who knows? Shit. But this has been a crazy, <laughs> this is a crazy episode. He is gonna kill us for this shit. <laughs> but that's even <laughs> if he listens though, because who says who says he even listens to the shit? You know, he's a troll. He collects information. He might not tell you that he's listening, but he's listening. He, he he's busy, always he's too busy shitting on the establishment and everybody who. And then see, the that's why he might be able to give these cats, um, give these cats um a run for their money because he'll do the research. Yeah. He might not let yeah. let nobody know that he's doing it, but if he knows that that's that's the landscape, he's gonna do what he needs to do. Oh, he's a debater like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, but I always yeah. see him debate on Facebook, though. Like debating literally verbally with somebody in person's whole different ball game. Like the whole when he did the whole thing about Lizzo and everything, it was just 
anyways, we're going to get off that because I don't want no. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Ugh. I might have to get, yeah, I might have to get Jay Allen. I haven't seen Jay Allen in years, man. I ain't seen I, Jay Allen, Pinhead, none of them, none of them cats. But then again, I don't be out like that, and nobody's out right. at all now. But well, maybe they'll get a hold of this, and maybe they'll want to. Uh, you know what I mean? I definitely put the bug in their ear, okay. and I know that um, Jay's working on something similar to this. He's working on a documentary that oh. like details like not only just just the hip hop yeah Just history of, of Harrisburg, the whole music scene of Harrisburg. Like All right, good. There, there was a um record label that was um the name escapes me, but it was based up off of um six and six and emerald where there were there used to be like a flower shop when like we were growing up. Mm-hmm. But before it was a flower shop it used to be a record label back in the day in which he'll be able to give you information on that. Like he he went and interviewed the original guy and everything like that that ran it and stuff. So okay. like yeah, yeah, like Jay has an abundance of um information that he can share with you, you know. Right. And right. and then which will be um viewed on the documentary that he's working on. Yeah, well tell him just, too. Tell him too. Done. Tell him if he grabs any if he sees that if he hears these and he Feel free, uh, feel free to take pieces of this interview or Smitty's interview, whatever he wants to do. Oh, that's love. Yeah, that's, man. Yeah. That's well, definitely love. Yeah. So, all right, let's wrap up. Um, yeah, this is John Hart. The what is it? What, what would you call yourself? The CEO of MIH or the co-CEO? You know, I have learned to describe <laughs> myself best as a marketer. I right. am. A, I'm a business owner. Make happen entertainment in yep. which we identify, record, package, and distribute musical area primarily from the central Pennsylvania area. But when it comes down to it, I'm a marketer. You know, okay. I'm not a bring, um, develop project, develop product, and bring it to market and everything that goes from that, from the rooter to the tutor. I know something that we were talking about on online was the, um, I mean, offline was the whole what is a producer and Ooh, what is that's a producer. That's what we got to get. Yes, let's let's yeah. get to that. Yeah, because on the Smitty episode, Dula was saying that just because Diddy don't touch specific machines or nothing, like he don't know how to program a drum machine, which we don't even know because we, I mean, there's no way you were around the Hitman for decades and you don't know how to do it. So you never seen him do it, but he that's what he was saying. He was saying he can't really consider Diddy a producer because of he doesn't specifically touch a MP or nothing like that. And I'm like, but uh, it was just like I said in that last one, man. It was like, there's no way if Def Jam would have got a hold of Biggie the way he was, where he was a damn near hardcore rapper, like rapping about like dead bodies and, and you know, Grim Reaper shit and all that. And then he took him and made him into a player. Like, he took a fat cross-eyed, fat Brooklyn nigga and made him into like a player like that. A, Nobody else would have done that. A heartthrob. Yeah, made him into yeah. a heartthrob and shit. Like there, there's nobody. Oh, this doula right here. Let me let me plug him in. We gonna have it. He got timing. Yeah, there you go. Let me merge this call real quick. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. doula. No man, it's doula. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. You don't know who you're talking to, do you? No, it's who I'm talking to. It's hard. John Hart, make it happen. Huh? <laughs> make it happen, entertainment. Let me just look. Yeah. What's up, Brady? What's up, man? How you? So, man, not too well. 
Yeah, I don't. I heard you um, had a um, fender bender. Yeah, yeah. A little messed up. Um, Oh, what y'all on air? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll call back. Just let me know what's going on. I'll call you back later. Yeah. Well, I was gonna we... tell you. All, I was gonna tell you all the these Jazzy Jeff shirts for me now. Get you one and order me one. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, we were just having this debate about the producer thing that you brought up the last time, though. That's how you called right when he, when he, we was talking about it. Producer on what? Like what we were saying. What I'm, is a producer and what is it? You know. Yeah, we were saying. Me and him both agree that Puffy but is the, a producer, the, but you don't agree with that. No, Puffy is not a producer. He is a producer. No, he's not. He's an amazing. Yes, he is. Yes, he, 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 okay, okay. Uh, let me uh, let, let, let's put it in these terms. He said, "Turn up." Look, he said, "Turn up." He turned up on us. I'm not saying because again, it's no difference between him, Dave Alstrod. There's no difference between him and even James Brown. For example, how much records did James Brown actually produced? The JBs produced it, but James Brown took credit for it. All right. Okay. That so, that's the point I'm trying to make. All right. So, and that was something and, and interesting that me and um Jay used to always talk about when after reading like um Donald Passman every or Kashif's everything you need to know and everything you better know about the music business and that's something that hip hop like limits their self on as far as like the understanding of actually what a producer is because of the fact that our producers do more than just produce, but they just call themselves producers because with the digital age and with uh, what a lot of hip hop producers do, they're they're the actual band because they are creating the soundscape for for the music. But a producer is the person that pro- provides the environment for the for the song to be recorded and the person that finishes the recorder. Now, you can have somebody that makes the beats, but if they don't put on that hat of working with the artist and make sure that that song is finalized, they're just a beat maker. They are just a beat maker. They are the equivalent of an instrumentalist. They are, they are, they're, they're the band. But in order for them to be a producer, they have to finish the song. And Puffy finishes songs. That's why he gets that production credit. Yeah, that's a, I don't know. And, and you know what? And that's understandable. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that in the sense of the word itself. As a, okay, hip-hop it, sense of the word, you mean. No, it's not even hip-hop. Because even it's hip-hop, we're not even considered producers. Because he said it right. The production came from arrangement and organizing and orchestrating the project. Because we as hip-hop dudes, we sample. So how we, we can't be caught, you know what I'm saying? Whether well, you it. sample or like, say, in a case of like Swiss, <laughs> Swiss, Swiss Beats and and that whole new generation where where they're just nah, taking nah, sounds and stuff like that. But, okay, but he produced it. They're that programming. Doesn't... They're programming the track. They're, Correct. The producer is the one that is working with that track, and they're working with the artist, and they're working with the engineer, in in order to bring that song to completion. Yeah, so probably hiring somebody to play bass behind it or live instrumentation. You want to talk about like bringing in live live musicians? You talk about you talk about the Dungeon Crew, the um 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 Outcast Noise, organized organized noise. noise. Yeah, yeah, the Dungeon Family, organized noise, and all them. You know, they were big on bringing in a bass player and everything like that. You know, Um, but it's all of that that creates the producer. You know, and then yeah. Even if it's the case of, you know, like a lot of the um, Puffy's biggest songs, Chucky Thomas did, you know, he made the beat and he actually, you know, I mean, worked with the artist. But if Puff comes in and, and he 
he gives direction and then he's providing the environment for the song to actually get done. That's why he gets that. That's why he gets those production credits. Yeah. And, and, and he's absolutely right. And nobody, we're talking not from a, a standard, the, the way the question was proposed was like, they said, well, Puffy's a producer. I said, technically he's not a producer, but he, he, he definitely arranges well because he doesn't compose. He doesn't write. He doesn't do anything, but I understand what you're saying. But he dances. And then you as a dancer, you as a dancer, right? You know what a good feel feels yeah, like. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He yeah, so it's, it's no knock on Mr. Combs at all. I think that's saying. where he pulls in. I think that's what gives him that that like edge that overcomes yeah. his his ability to not make tracks. Like, he knows what a what the end feel should feel like from a dance. Exactly, because it's a different perspective. Because Pers- again, perspective, like I, tell yeah. people, like I tell people this all the time, name one record that uh, Whitney Houston produced. Say, say again? Name one record that Whitney Houston herself produced. Whitney Houston? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly, she never produced a record in life, but she sold millions and millions of records. But she knows what sounds good. Okay. But she's not calling you know herself saying? a producer. No, but even that's what I'm saying. The thing with the, with, with it's, it's it's a it's not it's, it's not a technical term because it's kind of hard to 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 give it a technical term because even Puffy himself, what did he'll say? He'll say I'm the executive producer of this project. It's like he stated, he's overlooking the whole project. It's not the song. He's looking at it from no, from the way you look. But then that's the why eyebrows. he gets both credits. Yeah. That's why exactly. he, that's yeah. why he gets both credits: the executive and and right. the producer. But um, Abdullah, I had mentioned um this before. Uh oh. <laughs> um, remember when um um you Eric and um Break used to be outside of that one spot on um Market Street back in the day. The um it used to be the club there, the old Gingerman Man back in the day, and mm-hmm. y'all used to be out there rocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was um. You said y'all was dancing was to CC Peniston out that. this. Bitch. That was the first time that I ever remember seeing you in the Berg and stuff. Oh, was you out there today? We got to the fight. He said y'all was out there dancing to uh to house music. I don't, I don't know if a fight happened, but I oh just... yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, um, yeah, because my man, my man was a cop. He used to come out from New York all the time. Okay, and that's how we we blasting his music up in the truck. Right, and right. I remember from that club. I remember Montel Jordan be, being so tired of that song and the y'all outside party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, two on three. Okay, yeah, two, yeah. Two on three. That was the name of the club, right? Yeah, man. We 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 covered a lot though, man. We we got into Marcus and yeah, and that one. He's and I hit. definitely don't want to see Puffy up against Dre because I don't feel as though they have the same like. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a different type of. That's what I'm saying. It's a whole Dre, different type of feel. Dre, yeah, he's I would much he's, rather he's, see Puff go against JD, if anybody against who Jermaine JD. Dupree. Not Jay Dilla, Jermaine Dupree. Oh, I know that's what you was thinking. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> I got it. We got to yeah. tell. We nah, got to tell the people. No, but this is the thing. People try to diss a little dude. He actually makes beats. Oh, he, he actually yeah, writes yeah, he, 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 entire he, songs. He writes yeah. entire songs. I was just telling Jay. Oh yeah, he's plus he's a writer. Plus he's a writer. Yeah. I was just telling Jay. Um, I was watching. Um. JD getting interviewed by um Ti and he was talking about his his first machine was the EPS and, and it just made me think of Day and how much I I've learned from him over the years with the like digging and the um and the different beat machines you know the ASRX the SP yeah. and all that you know so yeah, yeah. that's a, that that's the person who taught me was Scott Selvey. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, Scott. How about Scott? Yeah. yeah. Navy blue, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know what? That's the first thing I need to find. He got body work that a lot of people don't know that he did. Yeah. He's got a big body work that a lot of people don't know that he produced. Yep, yep. So. Yeah. And then the 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 importance of of knowing the the difference between, and like Jim Jones talks about it as far as like how he created several different money streams by just peeping game and like seeing how the different ways that people can get, can get paid, like with like producers, if like they don't understand all the different things that they're doing under, under that one name, they miss out on so much money yep. because just like making a beat, that's composition. You know what I mean? You're a writer right there. And then when you get into the studio and then you work with the artist to make sure that the song comes together, then that's a whole nother check for production for actually producing the song. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, it's important that like we have these discussions and we, and we put clarity to the different names beyond just what we see it as within the culture, but how it's viewed in the business as yep. a whole. Yeah. No, that's very well put. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling him, I was telling him about the time we was up in D and D. And Man, I'm, I'm, let's not even talk about it. I know. I told you. See, <laughs> we gonna leave black alone. He'll be like, "Why y'all talk about me?" Because <laughs> we love you, big dog. We love you. Exactly. <laughs> Get his lazy ass off the couch. That's what <laughs> I ain't, I ain't shit cold for nobody. You can talk about it in the bathroom later. <laughs> but dumb. yeah, but I um yeah, we was about to uh we about to uh wrap this joint up though. But I'm glad you called. I'm uh, glad you called in though. You got timing like a motherfucker too, man. Because we just did this we got on a mic whim. Too. He came on on the. I just took my uh I just took my pain medicine. Yeah. Start talking about that producer. Let's 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 keep that. Let's let's put a part two to that because I gotta go through some more research and I'm gonna get back with y'all on this. Definitely, uh, definitely, yes. definitely. Yes, yeah. and that's why I said that's why he said um he said Jay Allen's doing the documentary. Yeah, I was invited on the documentary. Yeah, so so yeah. I I told him, man, if you want to take any clips from this from this pod or whatever, he he's more you know what I mean more than welcome. You gotta get, you gotta get Jay on there too. Jay's probably one of the people said. that's been everywhere with me. I, yeah. I I know. Remember, we drove down. Where was that? Where was that? Was that Virginia. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Been we went down there. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, so yeah, put 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 for part two for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I gotta get some more info. Then I'm gonna get back to y'all on this coffee thing. Yeah, man. Get better, Ock. Yeah. I know. I know. Right. Good to you. Yeah, man. That was perfect timing right there, yo. That was yeah. crazy. He seems to do that, right? Yeah. It like the last interviews, he'll, he'll um, swoop in. Yeah, well, that's because me and him, usually we kind of try to get it scheduled to record at 6 um on Sundays. Okay. So that's what we were trying to get initially, and that's the first time me and him did like a, a, a RZA premiere review, but... I could tell that when I was saying certain song names, he didn't know them. So then I I, I kind of like trashed that episode. It's only, it was only like a half hour long. When I was going over the songs, I could tell that he was like, oh, what's that one? What's that one? And I had to kind of like sing out the song. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like it wasn't really worth keeping. So right. So with him, though, you got to get him in a studio. You know what I mean? I can't wait till this shit's over so I could, you know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna work on some better things because then me and him will be in the same room and then if we call somebody else then it'd be you know what I mean it'd be more right. of a chemistry yeah you know 
But gotcha. yeah, man. But man, props to you, man. You you a Harrisburg legend in your own right. You one of the few that, and bro. most consistent, you know, cats because you always stay with your compilations and you have the gift of bringing everybody together, whether they from uptown, the hill, south, wherever. I That's one thing that. that you that you did, and you always kept that hard shit. You never went to the. You never, you never took right, that route. Right, right, right. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't I've been fold. blessed. You didn't fold. I've been blessed to mm-hmm. to be entrusted with um, the work of some very talented individuals. You know, mm-hmm. I've been I've been very fortunate, and I just try to, you know, compliment with what they do and work hard and put my head down. And one of the blessings is, it, and I can share this with any and everybody: if you work hard. You will get the praise eventually, you oh, know, because yeah. all of the respect and the love that I get from this community, and you know, when I hear people be like, "Yo, I, yo, I heard your music when I was locked down," or I saw that, um, I saw that right up in the magazine when I was locked down, you know I me, mean? mm-hmm. or or I was in um Lancaster and I was, I said I was from Harrisburg and somebody brought up um the ambush or whatever the case, you know what I mean? Like all of that is just like the icing on the cake. Word. I totally agree, man. And that's why I was like, let me get let me get the big dogs on here though, because you definitely I would have never thought that you were the spearhead of it. Like I kind of figured, like looking at the logo that that was you, but I was like, yo, you came up with this whole plan and it was just you and Jay on a porch. And then uh, look what it sparked up into. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's just that's just amazing, especially coming from like, you know, like Harrisburg, like a small town and stuff. So I wanna say June eighth. June eighth, nineteen ninety nine, we decided what to do, and we released the ambush. Yep, and that was a August, that was a big deal. August of two thousand. Yep, and then this that's another thing too about Harrisburg is that there's so many offshoots of like in different movements too. Because then there's you guys, then there's Mike with with NRL and everything, and then even Nat, even though he in Atlanta now, but even Nat, he had his own little movement yeah. too. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It was. Just, a lot to talk about. That's why I'm breaking them down by people. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, man, this yeah, this is a good one, man. Um, I yeah, that. man, uh, you already plugged your son shit. I'm telling you, start a MIH Instagram page and just even just do like one minute songs of each of the songs and just put them as your posts. Trust me, that'll help you. I'll, shit, I'll help you start it if you need me to. Shit, my man, I appreciate that. And then, and then that's what it is. Like I said, like like-minded people being working together and, and like pushing one another, challenging one another and setting goals, one another setting goals together and accomplishing them. That's, that's, that's going to be the X factor for this area. Yeah. Yeah. The, the unity thing, man, the unity factor is what needs to, you know, come together. But these, this new age cats, I don't, I don't know what they be on, but, and there's a bunch of little movements within Harrisburg, even now with some of the newer, the newer clicks yeah. and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. People working. All right. People definitely working. All right. Well, shit, man. It was a pleasure talking to you, man. You gave me an yeah, hour man. and a half. Hour Thanks and a half of your me. time. Yeah, man. Of course. Of course. And I, I'm, I'm going to try to get a hold of the writ. He already said he, he'd be with it. So, yeah. Matter of fact, he was one of, um, I would say, globally, too short. Locally, the writ really motivated me to, to do what I'm doing. Oh, and then, um, also, Mr. Akers of um, Capricorn Records. I don't even know who that is. 
<laughs> wow. Mr. Ritter, yeah. That's Mr. Ritterbottom. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll ask him. That's Mr. Ritterbottom, Mr. Akers. Mr. Akers. He was a teacher. He was a teacher, and it's kind of funny because I teach now, but he was a teacher that, like, loved music, and, and then used to, uh, he had a studio in his Oh, in his backyard, okay. and, and and his record label was Capricorn, and that's who used to put out um Butch Riley's music, and and the Rit used to work with him and all that. You know? Okay, yep, all right, and I'm gonna leave it right there, and I'm gonna start Rit off right there. I'm gonna be like, talk to me about Capricorn Records. No man, when it no, started, no doubt, no doubt. I'm gonna start right there. He's gonna give you mad flavor on it. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man love man i i hit you up a little later too because i want the ambush album i'm gonna use that as the artwork because you see how i use uh smitty's urban disciples drink for the artwork yeah 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 send me a picture of your email and i'll send it to you got you all right man no more all right right, everybody there's been another episode of the don't overthink it podcast that was uh john hart the uh one of the founders of mih along with jay allen which i'm gonna try to Get a hold of. And you see Dula, uh all y'all send y'all prayers out to Dula. It's Ramadan. He's fasting on top of just, you know what I mean, getting over a car accident. Marcus, get your ass up <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> but no, nah, I was shooting shit. But everybody out there, stay safe. I already know what this is. Uh live from eleven oh six studios. Don't overthink it podcast. I'm your host, Dominican Johnny, mixed and engineered by marty mcfly of the cuz why not podcast and the beat that you're hearing is one of my own if you're ever interested in freestyling over them or whatever or tell me my shit's whack or whatever leave comments on the don't overthink it podcast instagram page all right until the next time peace